Welcome to What People Don't Talk About, an interesting podcast where we socialize controversial topics that you may otherwise keep to yourself. Let's talk about trends, inner thoughts, and other interesting subjects to differentiate fact and fiction, truth and myth, and other debatable ideas. Open your mind and your mouth as we discuss these matters in an informative and thought-provoking turn. Welcome to What People Don't Talk About. Today we're going to talk about working from home. Is it a privilege or a burden? Everybody has been forced to think differently about working from home. The current pandemic, COVID-19, has challenged the status quo for a lot of employers who were forced to close their doors and think differently about working from home. Today we're going to talk about the supporters and detractors What are the benefits for employers and for the employees? What are some myths and truths? Where is the origin story of the concept from working from home? And some of my personal experience. First of all, it is important to understand that there's two different points of views about working from home. From the employers, definitely have as a pro the cost savings on real estate that they can have with working from home. They also have personnel reductions, because they can consolidate jobs into less titles and less people. They don't need a receptionist, for example, and a lot of roles were cut off by working from home. Additionally, for the employers, by working from home, in a working from home environment, they have a wide range of talent pool. This means they can hire better talent that doesn't have to commute long distances to work, therefore they have more access to different talent and different people in different cities. What are the cons for the employers? Discipline and schedules were one of the top concerns about the employers when they started with this new working from home environment, where nobody was really prepared to work from home and everybody was forced to just shut their doors and figure it out. Definitely a lot of managers were challenged to think how can they enforce discipline schedules and to meet their goals and actually be productive. In that same token communication, has the, the priority, how you stay communicated with the employers, how everybody stays in collaboration, how do you work together and don't feel left out. So a lot of workers starting to create and invest in systems to create better connectivity with their employers that were working remotely. From the employee perspective, the pros is you don't have commute, no time, no cost of commuting, less gasoline, You don't have to drive long distances. You can just wake up and work. You have also more job opportunities. As I mentioned before, you can work for different companies that maybe are not even in your state. They don't even have a branch in, in your city, but you can still work from your office and your home. The also working from home allows people to work from anywhere. This means that even if you're traveling or if you have to do a, a trip, as long as you have internet, a good internet connection, you can still do your work. It doesn't matter from where. The cons, From the employee perspective, is that some employees have vocalized that they feel relegated or less connected than when they are in the office environment. And they can just stand up from their desk, go to talk to their colleagues about problems, situations, go for lunch together with them, have a coffee, grab a Starbucks, and feel more in connection with people. I think that's important for a lot of employees who are very social in their personalities. Employees that are working from home definitely think that working when they work from home, they work more hours than in the office. 
This tends to be because they measure the time, they mix their lifetime and their personal lifetime with the hours and the tasks that they have to finish for work. So it all blends together and they tend not to stand up from their desk until the work is done. So the routines is a little bit of a challenge. Also another con for a lot of people have been managing the home shores with work. Believe it or not, you might believe that when people working from home, they have more time to cook at home and also work. But sometimes the division of those shores or the two shores have been uh, definitely a challenge. The main challenge that people have experienced is when you have two people working from home at the same time. When couples have faced this situation that they needed to find workspace at home and also children's space at home for the kids to do virtual education and then they separated working from home offices for the two spouses has created a little bit of conflict for certain couples. What is the origin story about working from home? Where did this concept originally started? Believe it or not, working from home is not a new thing. It's not something new, original that somebody just created. Actually, before the Industrial Revolution, working from home was the only way of work. There were no factories, no offices. People used to create their products, their textiles, the shoemakers. Everything was done at their houses and their homes. And then they will go out to the markets and sell it. Basically, most of their work was done at home. It was with the Industrial Revolution that the concept started of factories and workers having to go to those factories to work for certain hours, the schedules and all of that. Domestic tasks started to be associated only with women and the work that women were doing at home after the Industrial Revolution. So working from home was actually associated with a, a female task and no, was not well perceived for a man. And women were actually not well perceived in the work environment. They were some of them, secretaries, very minimum, the majority will stay at home and do domestic tasks. After the World War II, when all men were out for work, is when actually women had to take those places of men in the factories and in the work environment just to sustain their families. And this is the first time where women starting to go to offices and work more and even in factories. The first com electronic computer was developed in 1942 and that was a crucial moment for what the working from home environment will become nowadays. Because without technology and the technology revolution, this working from home will be basically impossible. Then from then the working from home developed into the multi-level marketing. So women went back to their homes after men returned from work, but they had already experienced what work was and they liked it. And a lot of women decided to have create their own home business and some multi-level marketing companies started. One of the most known ones is Tupperware, and it's this pyramid selling model where women used to create tea parties and coffee parties with their friends and sell them these, these products, different products, creams, Tupperwares, different models. Another type of work that started to be associated with working from home was everything related to the creative field. So writers, everything that was related to art, editing, media, graphic design, those were the only works or jobs that were allowed to be working from home because you need this creative environment. You need to be relaxed and, and design, to be able to design or create or write, etc. However, after the oil embargo in the 1970s and the traffic increase in the streets and how oil was, become so expensive, 
the concept about working from home was created as telecommuting. And Jack Mills was the father of this telecommuting, telecommuting movement. This movement tried to present the idea that it was better and more cost effective to stay at home and finding a way to do your work virtually. He did mention in a, in a book that he wrote about it, that it is important that technology evolves for this type of work to be more effective. It was only in 1980s where companies decided to test the waters, like JCPenney, American Express, decided to work in this environment for certain roles, and not only for everybody. The concern was, do we allow some people certain jobs to work from home, or is it gonna be perceived as those employers are privileged compared to the rest? However, in 1990, it was the first time that the federal government decided to create a flexible workplace uh, pilot program called FlexiPlace, mentioning that people were allowed to work from home, but from flexible offices. And they also passed a legislation for funding for the people who were allowed to work from FlexiPlaces. This was known as the Clinton Memorandum and involved the Government Accountability Office benefits. After that, in 2000, working from home was definitely started to expand through different industries and was going to become the future of work, but not only the future of work, but also a business strategy. As we mentioned before, a lot of the benefits as cost savings and more talent to be allowed to work for a company are the main strategy pillars of this working from home environment. Now, what are the myths and truths about working from home? The first and most important myth about working from home is productivity. People tend to think that you're not productive if you're working from home, that's a myth. Actually, there are a lot of researches that have been done that prove that people are more productive when they're working from home because they're based and they're measured by their goals and their accomplishments and not only by the hours that they're sitting on a chair. The second important concern that is also a myth is security. Why is security a myth? Because with VPNs that have been along for a while, companies can definitely prevent any security breaches when employers are working remotely. And the third one is engagement. Why is engagement a myth? Because people have the misconception that employees who were working remotely were not engaging with their peers and were not collaborating. That is definitely a myth that has been proven now in COVID-19, especially where we were forced to try the working from home and a lot of people have come up with creative initiatives and ideas on how to remain engaged. Actually, when you don't take it for granted that you see your colleagues and partners, you force and you put your effort to collaborate more, create more meetings, more meetings in the calendars were definitely created, more tools, video conference calls, even video happy hours to have people have that social connection that they needed or they had before. Okay, now the real life, my experience. I decided to set up a small office in my home in December because I was traveling a lot for work and I wanted to have an office, a desk, two screens to be able to work a little bit from home when I was coming back from trips and I needed to finish things and tasks. This setup was very important and helped me when we then moved to work remotely. And why is setup important? Because if you don't have the proper chair, a desk, a space in your home, 
the screens, if you need two screens, in my case I do, screens, the speakers, everything connected, and you're only working from home in the kitchen table, probably you're not gonna be effective, you're gonna have a back pain, and you're gonna hate working from home. So the setup is very important when working from home. Another thing that I experienced that I think is important to develop effective working from home routines is the morning routine. At the beginning, when I started working from home, it was basically standing up in your pajama, brushing your teeth, connecting to the computer, working up late, thinking that because you're working from home, you can sleep more and just wake up, stand up and start working. I think that that definitely was not effective and efficient. And for me, it was an eye opener that I needed to create a morning routine to be able to be more effective in the morning. So I started to wake up early as if I was going to go to the office, taking a shower or Actually, before taking the shower, going to the gym, working out when the gyms were open, if not, I was doing home workouts, then taking a shower, having breakfast, getting my bed ready, my, my office ready, clean and ready, and then sitting in the computer to work. The comfort features, as I said, it's important that you're comfortable when you're working from home, not only with your setup and your office and your desk, but also how you're dressing up. It was... um mindset change for me that I used to work in dresses and high heels with makeup every day all day long I needed to adapt my outfit also from working from home it doesn't mean wearing pajamas all day but wearing clean clothes professional clothes but comfortable to be in your home that was a a little bit of a mind change at the beginning I felt bad not to be wearing formal outfits but then with time, I learned that I could still look good, but be comfortable while working from home. It doesn't mean that I haven't had anxiety episodes while working from home. Definitely. And I think everybody that has been in this situation in the last month has experienced some days where you can't stand being at home one more minute. It also has to do with all the things that are going on in the world. But anxiety at I don't want to call it anxiety attacks, but definitely anxiety episodes where you wake up, you stand up, you get clean. Even if you work out and you shower and are ready to work, you're in the same place for 12 hours, 10 hours, and you go to sleep, then you wake up in the same day. And the days and nights blend with each other and everything feels like the same. Control that anxiety episodes or the anxiety episodes I've had, I've tried to create a schedule to create and try to build a work-life balance and when I lock up the computer at the afternoon, if I don't have any emergency that I have to finish and stay late, I, I like to go out and walk around my complex or walk around my neighborhood. That breathing fresh air, getting a little bit of the sun in the afternoon helps my neurological system to relax from the stress of the day, to disconnect from work and get back to balance. Another thing that helps me personally with anxiety and when I feel stressed out because my work is very stressful, is meditation. I do try to have a meditation practice in the morning and sometimes in the morning in the afternoon, depending on how much time I have, but at least 10 minutes of meditation a day. And you don't have to be an expert in meditation. You don't have to have, I don't know, experience in going to Tibet to know how to meditate. There are a lot of apps out there that can allow you to create a meditation practice that from building it up from one minute to two minutes to five minutes. And if you can dedicate 10 minutes to yourself every day, I think it's going to be very healthy for the future. If you don't have 10 minutes for yourself, then you don't have a life. So everybody should be able to find 10 minutes for themselves 
in the morning to just breathe. You don't even need to do an app. There are apps that I like called Meditopia, Calm, a lot of apps that are out there. You can even search a YouTube video about meditation or just sit down and breathe. You don't need to sit in a monk position to meditate necessarily. As long as you have your back straight, even if you're sitting on a chair, close your eyes and start breathing in and out, that will relax the nervous system and help you to feel more calm. As I said, it was important for me to create a work-life balance, also in the chores from home and with my work. It was important for me to, and it still is, some days I am not perfect, some days I have to stop working and take a break for lunch. Meal prepping is something that helps me. I don't meal prep the whole food and what I'm gonna eat, but if I can meal prep some quinoa, rice, and have some things ready to go with a salad, or some, I am vegetarian, so I can eat some plant-based protein with that. That helps me to at least keep my body nourished, take a little bit of break, and then go back to work. The positive aspects for me to work from home, I, I think is that you can enjoy, for example, your pet. I have a cat, an adopted cat. Her name is Princesa. And I find myself very happy and calm to have, have her around me when I'm working from home. I didn't have that luxury before. Before working from home, I was traveling nonstop, almost every week. And I couldn't really enjoy my house, my bed, my home, being here. And these months, even though it has been stressful and to adapt in a fast-paced environment and with all the changes, the fact that I can be in the comfort of my home, enjoy my pet, my family, have healthy food to eat every day, I think is one of the most important aspects for me from working from home. I also like not to have to wear makeup every day, to be honest. If you have to have makeup and do virtual meetings with clients, that's fine if you do, but at least not to have to be so formal, tight and high heels, it's okay and comfortable for me. Those are the tips and tricks that I have had in my personal experience from working from home. If you're working from home and you still haven't adapted to it, try to create a morning routine Fight the anxiety episodes with a walk outside or meditation. Try to have a work-life balance between your home chores and what you eat and drinking a lot of water and have a clean setup where you can be effective by working from home. This new life and this new reality might stay with us for a while and we have to learn to be vocal about it, to talk about it, to express how we're feeling with it, not only to our family members so they understand what we're going through, but also to our employers so that they know the things that we need from them to support us in this new environment to be effective and efficient. When you're working from home, nobody's gonna be necessarily 100% on top of you, but it is great for personal discipline development. And when you develop that discipline of working from home and being effective, you can be effective anywhere you want. Thank you for listening to this episode. I truly hope you enjoy it, and I will talk to you next time.